Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Will Dugson, with my buddy, Kev Huggin' Duggan. Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> Let's not forget Kyle the Coach Duggan. That was the same vibe I was getting. I thought you were going to go with Vietnam, but I'm glad you didn't. Kevin, it was Thank a layup. You. Way to send yeah. that thing home. Hey, listen, one buzzer good turn deserves another, baby. Uh, he <laughs> Butler gave me a good layup Peter, from the right? Patriots. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, folks. Well, another episode where there's stuff it feels like we're going to be kind of regurgitating some information a little, little but, dry like <gasps> yeah but uh there's still there's still some things that have happened that we need to talk about um we've got a bolt beat lined up and a ask bolt fam so let's start it off here at the top it's finally official we talked about it last week as if it was official because we thought <laughs> felt, it was official pretty official based what everyone was saying. Else, like, yeah then they were like, oh, we're going to interview this guy and this guy. It's like, oh, we thought <laughs> here's, what I, pick the here's, guy. What, here's what I think happened. I think they made the announcement and then they're like, oh, shit, we have to still have to like interview a few people for like there's like a rule where they have to interview a certain amount of people for an open position. And they're like, oh, shit. All right, dude, we got to take that back from you. We're going to interview some people and then we'll give it right back. OK, just well, chill. <laughs> I'm sure the people that got interviewed were just like. I don't know why I'm even <laughs> why am I? for this job. Yeah. But I mean, because yeah. it didn't come from the Chargers. It came from other sources that Derek Ansley was going to be the new defensive coordinator for the Chargers. And we all thought we took that as gospel. And uh, the Chargers hadn't really said anything Thanks about it. Thanks, so, uh, Yeah. So now it is official. Derek Ansley is officially the new defensive coordinator for the Chargers. Uh, Tom Donatell, yes, is the passing game coordinator slash secondary coach. Doug Newsmeyer, we have already talked about him being the quarterback coach and Jeff Howard being the linebacker coach. So did, did you guys see that Ansley video the Chargers put up today? Well, like him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the mic'd up. Yeah, yeah, fired that was, up. yeah I'm, I'm excited. He's <laughs> definitely cool got that they had him mic'd up last yeah. year. Well, yeah. it sounds like when you, you know, when you're doing those kind of productions and you hear somebody going off and being awesome, you're like, all right, can I throw a mic on you? So I think it's a little different vibe than maybe what we had with uh, with Hill. 
Oh, it certainly was. I think we saw a couple of instances of Hill being mic'd up, not like a whole video, but like in some of the all-in episodes, we would see some clips of him and nothing against Ronaldo, but he didn't quite have the personality oh, that Derek Hansley has yeah, been even showing in, off. In the interviews, in the interviews and stuff that he had too, it was just very melancholy, chill vibes the whole time. Yeah. Which if you're like, you're not really the DC and like you're helping to coordinate the defense, but mm-hmm. Staley's calling the plays. He's the one that has the final say. So you got, you have to be, you have to have some, some aspect I feel like in dimension that's different that you add to the team instead of like trying to be another solemn, I got to call plays DC type. So right. I thought that, I think, I think it's great. I love Just it. Just didn't have the same kind of passion, which, yeah. you know, nothing against Ronaldo. Yeah. Hope he, hope he has a great career, uh, doing everything that his little heart desires. Um, <laughs> but, uh, in the news of Ansley being promoted, Derwin James tweeted out, one of the hardest workers I know, deserve it for show, happy for you, Bolt. That's sick. That's Bolt cool. Derwin. He, was the, he was the DB coach, so it's like right. he knew he knew Derwin. Derwin knew him all too well. So that's, you got to love that he's out there publicly shouting him out. Absolutely. I mean, we don't, we don't know a whole lot about the guy. He's a DB coach, right? So, but it's cool to see him getting that kind of recognition on Twitter. Right. Yeah. yeah. Especially from Derwin James. He didn't yeah. have to put that tweet out. He could have just no. texted the guy and been like, hey, man, congratulations or something like right. that. But to put a tweet out there that like, hey, he gets the Derwin James seal of approval. Yeah. Something at least a little bit to be excited about. Well, and Staley's very much about relationships and like being a yes. leader and that kind of thing. And this is clearly that's that's a, you know, the prerequisite for the job. And he he was doing it in spades so absolutely yeah he's kicking ass made an impact um so some more charger staff changes uh adam schefter tweeted out chargers parted ways this week with head trainer damon mitchell who had performed the job for six seasons and been with the organization for 24 years it's a it's a hell of a time damn uh chargers now will have a new head trainer offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator in 2023 (laughs) well you guys were hoping for that completely new staff you got it oh yeah, yeah. well th- this one was weird too because you know I, I feel like maybe the reason why this happened why damon mitchell because no we didn't know damon mitchell you know he's no. on the the roster of coaches but we didn't ever talk about him before mm. there was a lot of chance a lot of times this this past season where coach would say something about an injury and would have to walk it back pretty quick and that oh, was yeah. just, that was damon mitchell's job like he's coordinating the That's doctors and all that. So there was some ser- he seriously dropped the ball this year on when people yeah. would be ready, when they should play, that kind of stuff. So, you know, he just had a bad year. And, you know, I'm glad that they're recognizing this and not just, hey, he's been here with us 24 years. We'll just let this year slide. Like, no, let's make a change. Like, I, I can see why that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Staley doesn't strike me as the guy that's going to put out false hopes you know, uh, in a in a press conference or something like he that. Seemed, like, he seemed pissed about it when he had to back it up. He was yeah, like, he's like, happy. hey, man, I'm just, I, he he's a straight shooter. Like, if he says, like, yeah, we should get him back in, you know, X amount of time, I think he's being honest when he says that. Right. You know, he's not trying to pull the wool over any uh, fans' eyes or anything like that. So I think it's a possible valid point that, yeah, Damon Mitchell might have been like, oh, yeah, he'll be back in. Two weeks is that for yeah. you? And yeah. then Staley goes, okay. And he says two weeks, and then seven weeks later, it's like, yeah. oh man, thanks for <laughs> what's bro. going on. Appreciate it. Um, so yeah, so it'll be interesting. Something to keep an eye on as far as who ends up getting in that head trainer position. Obviously, we don't know <laughs> any possible head trainers out there that uh, the Chargers might pick up. But uh, anybody that can help us not 
sustain some of the injuries that we sustained this last season. We'll and take it. And be honest about the turnaround times, you know. That's all we're asking for. Yeah. Um, well, the Broncos uh, have been hiring some familiar faces. Uh, Mike Kills, or Kliss, uh, tweeted out, per source, Broncos are hiring Michael Wilhoyt as a linebacker's coach. He was apparently with Sean Payton in New Orleans from 2019 to 2020. Spent the last two years as the Chargers linebacker coach. That's one. Yeah. And two, Adam Schefter tweeted out Broncos officially named Joe Lombardi as the offensive coordinator. Vance Joseph as defensive coordinator. Mike Westoff as assistant head coach. And Ben Kotwicka as special teams coordinator. So are you surprised that Lombardi went to another offensive coordinator position? Didn't no. like take a step down, you know, to be like quarterback coach. Well, or... it, it's it's going to be something similar to Ansley with us. Like Sean Payton's going to call the plays, mm. so it's just it's Joe Lombardi being on the staff. He knows him. It's gonna it's easy hit the ground running type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just uh, he got the glamorous title of OC. He'll get paid like an OC, but he's really just like an assistant to Sean Payton. Well, Dad, you don't expect too many halftime adjustments help um, Sean Payton because he didn't do that for us very well last year. (laughs) It's just, it's odd to me. Like, the Broncos are bringing in some big names. Like, Vance Joseph was their head coach. Yeah, a couple years ago. That is a strange one. Yeah. And now he comes back as a DC under a guy that he, like, did he have a big relationship with Lombardi? Was he in New Orleans or anything? It just, it feels weird. I don't know the connection, yeah. How is Peyton pulling all of these bigger like names that want to come back? I mean, they what they're working with is kind of bleh, and like they don't have draft picks. Bleh, you know, is there like is there weird. a cap for coaches? Is there like is there a certain amount of money? So. I don't think so. Because I feel like the way that the way that um, was it the Walmart guys that own the Broncos now they're like oh yeah we're putting a new field in every week like, just pay yeah. get eight head coaches on this team we'll pay them all give right. them all. $50 million. Yeah. I feel like the money, the money's uh, walking over there right now for why their staff is the way it is. And they almost got Rex Ryan out of retirement. You know, he makes TV money. He's not oh, going to yeah. walk in there. Not, you know, so they're talking to people that would require some, some change. I think that's what the Broncos is, are doing. Yeah. Well, if we see Tom Brady get hired as the quarterback coach, then <laughs> we have a pretty good idea that Whoa, yeah. money speaks. Uh, yeah. Money talks and money walks, but uh yeah, it'll be interesting to play against the uh, Broncos next year, seeing some of those familiar faces. Will it make a difference for their playing ability? Only time will tell. I don't know. There was all that There was all that drama, too, about Russell Wilson. I guess one of his longtime friends and, like, mental coaches kind of I guy. I saw that, yeah. He passed away, and people that was last year like i think he passed away like in the off season yeah ryan and, leaf had a had a pretty interesting story yeah. about that yeah and there was some thought that that potentially had a huge impact on his obviously his play on the field so mm-hmm. um maybe it was a one off fluke kind of russell wilson season but i don't know i don't i don't think it was like he just like he didn't run well he didn't make good decisions right. he was still yeah i don't know maybe it maybe that's like an explanation for his high knees on the plane I don't know. One apparently he brought in his own staff, and then they asked Sean Payton, you know, is is you know Russell going to have his own staff this year? He's like, 
No, it's not going to happen here. What do you mean they, own staff? He brought in his own QB coach. He brought in like his own oh. people and had his own office at the Broncos on another floor. He had that, an entourage. Yeah, that, <laughs> that like doesn't happen. So yeah. it was just like, uh, you know, I can't remember their last. I've got a juice coach's name, but he just like <laughs> yeah. let the shit happen. And that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he brought, he brings his own blenders. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I It doesn't feel like you can throw as many coaches as you want at this, but it doesn't seem like you have the the guys there to really make too much happen, you know? Well, they definitely don't have the draft capital for everything nope. they gave away to get Russell Wilson. So, and Sean Payton. Yeah. Yeah. So like they I gave mean, up first round picks for the next several years. I don't, it's just, it's, it's an odd thing. It might it, like the coaches are better than what they had. Sure. It just feels like it's, a, it's just an odd thing. Like these guys would want to go coach there right now. When, right. Lombardi has to be better. Like he needs, he needs to bounce back in a big way, or his next opportunity is going to be significantly less. You know, like coach. it's a weird. That's a weird. You risk your your name going to coach Russell Wilson, who had one of his like an all time bad season last. Year. I don't know. It just feels weird. I don't. I don't understand the momentum that they have going in Denver. It yeah. is very strange. Yeah. It. It mean I. I don't know how many gallons of paint you could put on a pig and hope for something different, but. Uh, <laughs> We'll have to see next season, but um, coming up, coming up next this week, uh, the combine apparently is happening. NFL Network will have more than, good lord, fifty hours of live people running around this year's spandex event, uh, beginning March second. Day by day schedule marks March second, three to eight p.m. You've got your defensive linemen and linebackers. March 3rd, you get defensive backs, punt, kick, and special teams. Uh, March 4th, you get QBs, wide receivers, tight ends. That seems to be the day that I think everybody Saturday. will be watching. Yeah, that's yeah. the big day. That's the big one. And then March 5th, you get offensive linemen and running backs. So Saturday, uh, Sunday are the big days to go watch. The other ones are, like you turn it on if you're bored, but I feel like, especially for the Chargers, the wide receivers and tight ends are what you're going to want to be watching. That's totally. going to be the big one. Yeah, well, you know, you're not going to get a lot on their how they play football based on the combine. You're going to see how athletic yeah. they are. So if right. somebody go watch it, and if somebody stands out to you, go on YouTube, type in their name, and see how they played. Um, that's what I'm going to be doing most of Saturday and Sunday. So, <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to seeing the new crop of talent that's going to come. Hopefully, some of them to the Chargers this year. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to see. And uh, we've got a new crop of Patreon <laughs> supporters, baby. Thank you for that softball, Kevin. I appreciate it. My we've pleasure. got some new names from our patreon.com slash charger chat. Quite a few, actually. This is this might be the biggest grouping I've seen in a while. We've got Tony Parker, R Knee. I'm assuming that's R Knee. It could be RK Knee. It's I'm Arnie. Not sure. It's it is Arnie. It's Arnie. Okay. It is Arnie. Uh we've got C D. Our old friend CD, yeah, Heather buddy. Melton, and Athir Kadir. Welcome to the party, Joining pals. the Patreon. Yes, thank you all for joining patreon.com slash charger chat, where we've got some funny-ass videos coming down the pike. And do you guys want to see a little promo we put together? Yeah, hey, if you're curious what we're doing over at Patreon, Kevin put together a little... Yeah, by we Sizzle put together, real. we Sizzle. need Kevin put together. We uh, we do everything together. Okay, no one takes the full Did credit. Did I say we? we? I meant take, Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> we. We. Well, I was around. Roll the film. <laughs> oh, guten tag. You've joined the Charger Chat Patreon. Good choice, by the way. <laughs> Got another fun little video lined up for you guys. Kevin. Blue 
Danny. Welcome to the second Zoom hangout. Kyle's here. What's up, coach? Really? Look at the brisket. Look at the brisket. We send out a request if you had a question for Braden. We go to Blockbuster and we go get the Zodiac. And I'm like, what are we doing, man? Welcome back to a Coach's Corner Hollywood edition. I stopped by Blockbuster again. I reached into the movie bin. And, and it was me who was hurt in front of everybody. This is Kevin's speech to Justin <laughs> Herbert. <laughs> I trusted you. <laughs> Can't do you buy. So there you go, folks. That's some of the fun stuff that you can find over at patreon.com slash charger chat. And if you don't want to go over there, that's all right. You can go on over to chargerchat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other charger chatteteers in our member section and ask questions and ask Bolt fam. So go check out chargerchat.com. All right, time to go on to the next segment. Is our old friend Jason Reed from Bolt Beat? Welcome back to another edition of the Bolt Beat. As always, I am your host, the acting editor over at BoltBeat.com, Jason Reed. You can follow us over at BB underscore Chargers on Twitter. Myself at Each Your Reedies on Twitter, even though I'm on a little bit of a Twitter plunge right now. And uh, follow our work over at BoltBeat.com for all of your Chargers off-season content. Right now, February 27th, the day we're recording this, we are in what I like to call the calm before the storm. There's two calms before two storms in the NFL calendar. We're in the first one. We are in the calm before the combine combine. Get it. Uh, the calm before free agency, the calm before the draft. This is the calm we're in right now. Once the NFL combine kickstarts, which is kickstarting this week, that's when all the stuff comes out. We're already starting to see some of the cap casualties. We're going to see the prospect rankings from the combine. We're going to see mock drafts, free agency. Everything's going to start taking shape for what is a wild NFL offseason the next two months, two and a half months. And then we get the calm of the summer. You know, everything starts simmer, simmering down. People go on vacation. It's baseball season. I'm a huge baseball fan. Not a lot of people love baseball. That's the, the big NFL calm. That's when it's hard writing Chargers content two, three times a day because nothing's going on in the month of July and August. But then we get training camp and we get the preseason and the season gets underway. That's the second calm. We're currently in the first calm. Um, So there's not really too much to talk about. I mean, we have some coaching staff changes. You know, we have some cap casualties for other teams. But right now, with it being combine week, um, I wanted to put together, wanted to share my pre-combine, my final pre-combine Chargers mock draft, seven-round mock draft. Now, this mock draft's a little bit different because normally I don't like doing trade downs in mock drafts because they can be a little bit unpredictable. Sometimes we'll see on Twitter fans are doing uh, six trade downs in one draft. They'll trade down in the first round and trade down again and trade down again. And suddenly the Chargers have 26 draft selections and only like eight roster spots to fill. So that's when it gets a little bit ridiculous. But Trading down in the first round is something that could happen, is a little bit easier to predict just based off previous trends and value and whatnot. And it's something the Chargers should be interested in doing, quite frankly. Tom Telesco has never done it in his career as Chargers general manager, and that should change. Chargers have a lot of holes this offseason that they aren't going to be able to fill with the salary cap because they're 20 plus million over the salary cap, making the draft that much more important. So if the Chargers can trade down, pick up an extra pick, or maybe two in this instance, I only have one, pick up an extra pick in the top 75, top 100, that's only going to help the team in the long run. So in this mock draft, the trade I mocked that I believe is realistic is trading the 21st overall pick to the New Orleans Saints for the 29th and the 71st overall pick. The Saints have the 29th pick from the San Francisco 49ers. They do not have their own pick in the first round. 
And this kind of goes along with the value that's similar. Last year, we actually saw these two places um, swap, which was an accident. I didn't mean that on purpose, but we saw the Chiefs trade up to the 21st overall pick. In that trade, the Chiefs got, I believe, I believe the Patriots got, because the Patriots were the ones that traded back. Patriots got a third and a fourth, and I think they got like a fourth rounder back in return. Um, but that third and fourth rounder was like the 97th and the 120th or whatever it was. This is the 71st, hence why it's only one pick instead of two. If you actually go on the draft pick value chart, the Chargers are actually slightly getting the better deal, but I don't fully follow that chart because it doesn't, there's so many factors that it doesn't um, account for. And in this instance, I think the Saints are a key team that could trade up because they could be needing a quarterback. Andy Dalton was their starter last year. If they don't get Derek Carr, which I mean, go ahead, go for mediocrity if you want Derek Carr. Um, if they don't want Derek Carr, then they should probably draft someone in the first round. The Ravens have picked 22. There's another team in there that could be needing a quarterback. I'm, they're off the top of my tongue. I can't get it right now, but that's a spot. That's a key spot for the Saints to try to move up, maybe take the last of the first round quarterbacks. And it's not too big of a price. So that's why that's the trade down. I theorize could happen. Hopefully it'd be great if something like that could happen. Now going through the mock draft, first round, 29th pick. I used uh, Pro Football Focus's mock draft simulator, which has some players off. It had Jalen Hyatt as like a late second rounder for a long time. I think they actually fixed that. Um, so it's not perfectly accurate and it's going to change with the combine, but using that 29th pick Dalton Kincaid tight end Utah. I'm not fully sold on the chargers taking a tight end just because Gerald Everett was better than I think a lot of people realized last year and he was solid and yeah, you could save money if you cut or trade him, but it's still not that much money. So if you can keep him and pay him for one more year, might as well. That being said, even if Everett stays, if someone like Kincaid falls to 29 and you pick up that extra top 75 pick, you afford yourself the ability to draft a tight end in round one that will have an impact in year one, but then will blossom into that TE one in year two and beyond and kind of truly potentially be an elite tight end. I really like Kincaid. I like him more than Meyer. I think I said that in the last bolt beat. He's my tight end one on the board. If you could trade down, get an extra pick, still take him. That's excellent in my book. So I got Kincaid going 29, 54th overall pick, Will McDonald. Iowa State edge rusher. This is a prospect that I am in love with. A lot of draft, you know, analysts are in love with. I am by no means like a great draft analyst. I just kind of follow positions the Chargers could take. McDonald wasn't utilized great in Iowa State, wasn't lining up in the proper things. Like they really didn't utilize him. Um, someone over at Pro Football Focus, I don't remember off the top of my head, he posted the pass rush win rates and he was second when he was one on one, you know, rush, rushing off the edge in college football last year. Uh, he's a freak athlete. Yeah, he you could say he's a little raw with his technique and whatnot, but again, the coaching and the scheme wasn't the best for him in Iowa State. And this is just a perfect guy to be the third edge rusher behind Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa for a year. Mack's probably going to be his last year with the Chargers, and then he blossoms into the starting edge rusher next to Joey Bosa next year. I really like Will McDonald, but I also think he is someone who could climb up the boards and might not be there at 54. So that's kind of like a an Asante Samuel dream selection for me if he does fall in the second round. With the 71st pick, the pick that they got from the Saints, I have the Chargers taking Tyler Scott, the wide receiver from Cincinnati. Charger fans want speed. Well, here it is. This is a guy who was rumored to run a 4-2-6 40-yard dash as a freshman at Cincinnati. That is not confirmed. Um, many pr people project him to run the, a high 420, low 430s. He is speed. He is explosive with the, the ball in his hands. He could take the top off of a defense. And this is pretty much a rich man's version of Jalen Guyton. Um, his route tree could use some work. He's not the best with making contested catches, you know, um, catches at the point of attack, things like that, catches in traffic. But 
you know, he's a speedster. He could take the top off. He's someone with speed that you have to respect, that defenses have to respect. But he's also someone who could work underneath and kind of make things happen when he gets the ball in his hands. Um, Rich man's Jalen Guyton. I really like this selection. Yeah, it's not an elite wide receiver one, but you get a nice compliment to the receiver room. And then next year, you know, if Keenan does move on or whatever the case is, then you could take a first-round receiver and just keep building up that room, similar to how the Bengals just kept adding resources and adding resources into it. With the 85th pick, the Chargers' original third-round pick, I had I'm taking Christopher Smith safety out of Georgia. This guy checks multiple Brandon Staley boxes. Number one, he's a Georgia guy. Brandon Staley loves Georgia. He selected multiple Georgia prospects in his two drafts. He hired someone from, uh, from must champ. I can't believe I can't remember his first name off the top of my head right now um, to be a defensive analyst. Um, He, he likes Georgia and this is a Georgia guy. Number two, he's a versatile defensive back. He plays free safety, but he also can play nickel corner. Um, he's kind of like the perfect type of replacement to replace Nasir Adderley, who's probably going to leave the team. Yes, they took JT Woods last year, but you know he didn't even see the field last year. He might end up playing cornerback for them. He might end up playing a lot more slot corner. Um, and Smith is just someone who's versatile. He doesn't have to play every snap. They still have a Lowy Gilman, but he adds that defensive back room. I think they target safety over cornerback in the draft just because you know, if JC Jackson comes back, you have Jackson, Michael Davis, Asante, and you still have Jasir Taylor. You still have Dean Leonard. So I think safety is the more logical um, position to target in the, in the secondary, which we know Brandon Staley loves to do. Excuse me with 125th pick in this chargers mock draft. I haven't taken tank Bigsby running back out of Auburn. Chargers have taken a lot of mid round running backs these last few years. Chargers fans are probably sick of it, but none of them have really hit like the Chargers have wanted to. Isaiah Spiller was not NFL ready last year, and there's a decent chance he's not NFL ready next year. He's the youngest prospect in the entire class. He's still only going to be 22, I believe. And it's just, you know, I, I don't see the Chargers banking everything on Spiller when they couldn't even trust him to be active last year. Um, yeah, Joshua Kelly was decent, but they still didn't trust him that much. They still didn't give him as many carries as Charger fans wanted them to give him. Part of that might be Lombardi. He's gone now, but it's still Kelly's last year in a contract. Roundtree is just a special teams guy. You shouldn't not draft someone because you have Larry Roundtree on special teams and um, on the practice squad. I like Bigsby. I, he doesn't add a lot of value as a receiving back, which is kind of why he's falling, but he's a good athletic kind of one cut back. Um, the draft network on their analysis compared him to like a Kenneth Walker. I doubt he's that good. Um, but you know, he's someone who could potentially compliment, maybe fill in a role, you know, as a between the tackles runner for the chargers this year. And if not, at least year two, at least get more bodies in that running back room. When you had the worst running attack in the league, you have to continue to add resources to it. If you want to improve with the 158th pick, I went Luke Haggard tackle Indiana. I assume that the chargers re-signed Trey Pipkins in this mock draft, but they should still take a tackle because you know, I don't think they're, they're not going to have a swing tackle. Storm Norton's like, I'm not going to return. Foster Sorrell shouldn't be the guy. Um, Salier's going to play left guard. At least he should. If Pipkins is returning, of course he is. Um, so they need a swing tackle. They go and get one in the fifth round. Luke Haggard's a guy who's worked up from Juco into a four year, you know, has been good everywhere he's played. He's not super flashy. He's not super, um, you know, his, his size and his speed and his strength doesn't jump off the page, but he's been a consistent guy, you know, working his way up the football ladder. So I think that's a good safe pick to take in the late rounds to have as a backup, kind of get your hands on and mold him to be a decent enough swing tackle um, with the 200th pick in the 2023 NFL draft. I went with perhaps my favorite late round flyer, uh, Devon Shaw Maxwell. He's a defensive lineman from Chattanooga. Um, this is a guy who could flat out rush the passer. Not great against the run, but he is built to be a 3-4 defensive end. Go get the quarterback. Um, the Chargers, even though they haven't fully fixed their run defense woes, 
don't need a run stuffing interior defensive lineman. They still have Sebastian Joseph Day. They still have Austin Johnson. Braden Fajoko's really stepped up and deserves a role in the rotation. Otito Ogbonia is better against the run, and he's going to be back. They might be losing Morgan Fox. You know, they obviously already lost Jerry Tillery, but that's not really losing much. Um, so they need someone to replace Fox. Now, Devon is not going to be a straight-up replacement for Fox right away, but he's someone with a lot of potential rushing the quarterback, and at the very least is someone they could throw in on passing downs, third downs, second and longs to go get the quarterback and really benefit from having Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, you know, flanking him on the outside. He's my favorite late-round prospect. Um, I would love to see the Chargers draft him here in the sixth round. And finally, in the seventh round, I drafted someone I'm not super familiar with. Like, I, I, I'm not going to pretend like I'm researching these seventh round prospects know everything about him i went with carlton marshall linebacker out of troy the limited stuff i do know about him he was the captain of his defense he was the green dot he called plays he made pre-snap adjustments um and he's a linebacker whether or not they lose drew tranquil they could use more depth at the position you're looking to get someone who can make an impact on special teams someone of marshall's um stature should be able to make an impact on special teams and you know you just get a leader that can you know contribute in multiple ways you know maybe not year one on the defense but could grow into that and whatnot so that's my charger seven round mock draft uh with a trade down i really like it of course I'm, i feel like we always like any mock draft we make um but this one i really like i feel like you check a lot of boxes yeah they go running back again and that's not super you know favorable yeah they wait till the third round for receiver but i think this is a good way to kind of get the immediate help you need while also kind of preparing for the future so that's all I got for you guys next week. Next time I talk to y'all at the Charger chat, um, it's going to be combines going to be in the past. We'll probably have some more financial kind of decisions that we see the Chargers make with cutting, trading, whatever they end up doing. So there should be more to talk about. We should have a clear picture of free agency, the draft, all of that fun stuff. Um, it's a calm before the storm and I'm ready for the storm. Until next time, let's get back to the Charger chat, guys. Well, if you were expecting a three round mock draft, uh, 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 we go the Put on your big boy way, baby. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Jason Reed going the distance with a he's going for speed. <laughs> that was awesome. Good, love Listening it. to him talk just makes me realize how I've done no research on the draft yet. No. Well, hey, but I now it's first round hope, and that's it. <laughs> this, right. The time is now. We got the combine. Now we can yep. really start formulating what we want and what we think is best. I right. still think a tight end. I think I, I'm. I still like Mayer better, but um, I think a tight end in the first is going to be pretty rad if we can land a tight end. It would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of possible names out there. And uh, hey, folks, go do your own mock draft. Jason told you where to do it. See see, see if you can get 69 picks with a couple of trade <laughs> <Yeah>. downs. <laughs> do it. Uh, Jason, thank you so Thanks, much for, for doing all of the heavy lifting uh, and helping point us in a direction. Um, all right, now it's time to go on to the next segment. It is Ask Bolt Fam, off-season edition. Let's go. <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Good luck, your boy. That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bolt Fam. And we started off with Athir Kadir. Athir. Who asked the question. I have a tough question. Uh, next season, what is the most interesting game i cannot wait to see my game bills at the bolts allen versus herbert uh hop hope it's uh in a prime time game uh i also became a new member this morning hope you got it ftr love you bye well, we did a fear thank you we sure. shouted you out buddy we appreciate you man we really absolutely do. 
So most interesting game next season. For me, it's always the Chiefs. Forever and always is the Chiefs. Like you have to beat them if you want to win the Super Bowl. That's that's the echelons that you have to be in. And we did we were 0 for 2 last year. So right. that's the one I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah. I am now kind of looking forward to the Cowboys now that we've got Kellen Moore. What is the Cowboys going to look like? That was a dumb sentence. What are the Cowboys going to look like uh, without Kellen Moore in the offensive coordinator position? Uh, could be could be a nice uh, return, or it's going to be a home game. So yeah, Cowboys coming to us. For me, it's just like just sheerly just selfishness. Of mm-hmm. My wife's team we're playing them next year. Oh, the Packers. So the Packers. So oh yeah. Um, I'd love to. I'm I'm looking forward to that one because it is in Green Bay, and I'm really trying to get my wife to an away game. I haven't taken her to a Packer game since we've had kids, so she she's earned it. She's she's a badass mom. And I got to take most her to a definitely, game. and then we're yeah. gonna beat her ass at home. It's gonna be awesome. Well, I mean, that's gonna be the interesting thing, whether or not uh, they get Rogers. <laughs> take her to the game. She's gonna cry like a little baby. Congrats. <laughs> you know what, honey? You've earned this. Let's go. Come on. She she did her not the beating, Jordan love. not the beating, but the enjoyment of the game. Um, all love right, you, Josie. That, sorry, I love yeah, you. absolutely. We love you, Josie. I love you, Josie. <laughs> hope the Athir, Packers lose, but I hope you have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Athir, for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Boltville seven one four who asked the question. Hey guys, well done last week on defeating the 12 Miniature Gorillas. It was a tremendous imaginary fight. <laughs> Truly magnificent. And uh, although I don't know shit about. F- <laughs> hey, I knew you could do it, okay? Anyways, this week I have another question for you three. It's going to be great. My question <laughs> is if you wanted to get the funniest look from a cashier, which three items would you buy from the grocery store or any type of store? Also, paper or plastic? Caleb, you buy. Okay. Uh, I'll answer the second question. Neither because they charge me for bags in the great state of California. So you just so. you take your shirt, your you hold it up like this, and you put all your shit in. You carry it out you to just your bring car. Your own taking bag. this home with me. Yeah. Taking this, <laughs> taking this with me. <laughs> all right. So what are the items? The weirdest. Which three items would you buy at the grocery okay, store? Okay, so this happened the other day, and this was kind of awkward. Ooh. My son clogged the toilet, and we didn't have a plunger. So going mm. to the store to buy a plunger is really awkward. And, yeah. and they obviously assume that it, I clogged it. You know, they're not going to, they don't yeah. know. And they, they, have, they have no reason to assume. So it looks like I clogged my toilet and I'm at the store now to buy my plunger to fix my shitty toilet. Yeah. And you bought a mask and um, some yellow gloves and you're ready yeah. to go. I would get a good look. I just that did, would be good. Something just happened with my family. It was weird. I was just looked at my wife and I was like, this is the weirdest shit you could put on a on a what is it the the conveyor belt conveyor thing whatever belt? that f- okay. called. yeah come on words kevin words I don't, I don't know if that's the right word but <laughs> you know what you're saying you know yeah. what i mean yeah. what was it it was like q-tips d batteries and like a werther's original pack it was like the weirdest shit. I was hoping for just one where there's just one where there's just, just drop it. Yeah, candy. My son, candy. my son eats candy for like sixty year olds. Our grandparents used to have in the bowl. It's yeah. like that's his jam. So where there's batteries and Q tips, awesome. Just the essential full send. <laughs> um, boy, I would have to say that'd have to be something contradictory, like a T-bone steak and some impossible meat or like <laughs> yeah, real conflicted purchaser here or maybe 
two gallons of ice cream and a big bottle of lactate. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's good. That it's was going to be a fun night. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. And a plunger. And a plunger. And a plunger. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Bolt Bill 714, thank you for Keeping the streak the alive. Absolutely. Let's move it on now to check it into Bucket. Let's who go. asked the question. Let's talk division rivals. Vegas, who will be QB? Denver, what will their O look like with Lombardi and last year's piss-poor QB play? And will Kansas City just reload and win the division again? Good question. Great question. So, QB. It's starting with Vegas. There's part of me that feels like, I don't just because of the connection, like Jimmy Garoppolo kind of feels like, something the Raiders mm. might do. Mm. Interesting. Um, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is makes ton of sense or if he is done with his darkness retreat yet. He's out <laughs> of the darkness. He has he's, he has he's into the light. He's emerged. Yeah. He saw he's, and he's not ready Two to go back to the winter. darkness yeah. that there is the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. So it feels like a Jimmy Garoppolo trade or something to grab him just kind of a yeah. not like a super exciting quarterback draft know? a guy in the first two rounds as a something like type. something like that it feels like the, yeah. what the what they're gonna do yeah it's possible i agree just because the coach seems like a control freak and he's gonna want to put his stamp and quarterback was like you know the position he really you know that's what he does so mm-hmm. feels like he's really gonna put his stamp on it this year and probably will make it so they're not very competitive for a little while so i'm not mm. mad at whatever they decided to do for sure. Yeah, and the Denver's offense, I mean... We know what that's going to look like. It's, it's going to be short underneath that. I think it's going to fit... It fits Russell Wilson a lot better than it fit Justin Herbert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, quick check downs, get it, get the ball out of his hands, underneath, chew up clock, um, and rely on their really, really good defense. I'm more interested to see what Vance Joseph is able to do with that defense. That's what scares me mm-hmm. um, more than their offense. I think their offense is going to be fine. Sean Payton will call better plays, but... It's the defense in Denver that kind of scares me. Um, sure. So I'll be interested to see what they look like. Most definitely. And then Kansas City reload and win the division again. God, I hope not. They're going to reload. The, it's just the coaches are there. People want to play there now. It's, well, at it's, some point, Patrick Mahomes' contract has to come home to roost. And I don't know if we've quite gotten to that point yet. I know that yeah. pretty soon here he's going to be owed over $50 mil a year. I know yeah. the first couple of years it was going to be low, but I feel like this might be the year that it starts getting into that 50 mil range, which if it does, they're not going to have a lot of room to spend money elsewhere. So I'm hoping at some point it, it bites them, but who knows? Well, Hey, let's just beat them. I think with, you know, we were, we've always played such close games with them every, and I think with this offensive coordinator, it's going to go over the top. I really do. I think we're going to keep the, you know, keep our foot on the gas and not let them in back into these games late you know, with stupid offensive decisions. So um, I'm not that worried. If we can, our defense can step up and play better, more consistently through the middle of the season like they did at the end of mm-hmm. last season, I think we're going to be in really good shape. That is the hope. Yeah, It looks like, I just looked it up, it looks like he does hit the $49 million mark this year against the cap. Right. So, I so mean, they're going to have to make some decisions. Yeah. He's a fifth well, of the total salary. Cap. What was yeah. he last year? Uh, last year he hit him for 35 the year before that seven. Yeah. So now he's like <laughs> three players worth of, of, you know, yeah. three football players in addition to what he was last year. So, right. It's going to start hurting them. Eventually they gotta, they gotta eventually. 
<laughs> stop winning, but stop it. Uh, chuck it in the bucket. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to Hangry Seth, who asked the question. I have made a critical mistake. <laughs> Draft day is so far. April is out of this world, but we will move forward. Is there a possibility we draft back? Would that be beneficial? Until next week, I'm boldly going where no man has gone before. Kill if you buy. Well, I mean, as Jason pointed out, uh, Tommy's never done it. <laughs> so, track yeah. record says it probably won't happen unless there's but, like we get there and there's all the guy. There's a whole bunch of guys we still want in that first round that are still sitting there, and we're gonna get one of them if we go back. That's right. the only but way it's gonna happen. We're, it just feels like we're so far back in the draft. I mean, we're at we're, what we're twenty one. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, what are you gonna get by going back five or six picks? You're gonna like I just don't think there's enough value there to. Draft the guy that you want, and that's that. I I just I don't see Tommy T just doesn't do that. The one time he moved back into the first and drafted Kenneth Murray, that has not paid off for us. So I just like I don't see a move. I don't see a move happening. I think we're gonna draft at our pick um, and go on with our day. I, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like what we would do. Yeah, no, his track record shows that. That's just that's yeah. just what he does. So there's no reason to think that he will. But I mean, this is also the year that. It could be a make or break year for Tommy. I mean, he's really got to start putting it's something a, together. It's and that ten year, that ten year thing. He's, he's got the ten year itch right now. So yeah, will it happen? Uh, time will tell. Hangry uh, Seth, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Humboldt County fan who asked the question. Now that I am finally getting over the emotional train wreck of the playoffs, topping it all off with that ridiculous holding call against Philly in the Super Bowl, while the Queefs O-line can just hold all day motherfucking long with impunity, I guess. Okay, I guess I'm not quite over it yet. Anyways, I don't think free agency is going to be much fun this year. In fact, I have a feeling it's gonna suck pretty bad. So really, the draft is the only game in town right now, so that's where I'm putting my psychic energy. I heard you all say you wanted a franchise tight end in the first round, which I totally agree with. I want Kincaid, because he seems like more of a downfield threat than Mayer. And if it, neither of those guys are on there, I think we should probably trade down and get more picks. So here's my question. What are all your positional hopes for each of the first three rounds, assuming that position is the best player available? And if you have any particular player in mind, feel free to name them. And then what positions do you all want the most for depth on day three? Oh, and about those Charger dodgeball teams, whoever has Keenan Allen wins because he will catch anything Herbert throws. As always, <laughs> the pirate hookers and just watch come draft day they'll probably blow the top 10 draft pick can love you bye pirate hookers they're known for it pirate hookers. pirate so top three positions you want to see us get go right? that go buy <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty pretty easy for me it's tight end then it's a wide receiver edge rusher somewhere in there, depending Weird. on what, but between what we, is that what you were going to say? <laughs> Where? No, I feel like we, me and you have been in agreement of like a draft lineman all day, every day type of vibe. Weird. 
I'm yeah. still in the tight end O-line D-line. That's I just want to live in all the best offensive linemen and defensive linemen. That's just mm-hmm. give them to me. I'm kind Keep of like to me. <laughs> I still think you can get some later. Um and and hopefully we get another Sawyer, but just the way things are sh- shaking out what I'm seeing is like it feels like if you can get a, a second round wide receiver that's crazy fast, um I think that's more interesting at this yeah. point. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I think when the Herbert contract comes around, there's going to be decision times when it comes to which wide receiver we're going to keep. And I think we need to have somebody ready to go uh, to fill in for one of those positions. So I am agreement with tight end, uh, offensive lineman, wide receiver. I think those would be some great positions just because we don't really know if Pipkins is going to stick around. I know Jason seems to think that he will, but I, I think that still walking, remains dude. to be seen. And uh, I don't know that we're going to hang on to Filer and Foster Sorrell and Storm Norton are not the answer. So I'd like to see offensive line in one of those earlier draft picks or just the Um, late. I'll take all day three, all offensive linemen. One of those is going to hit. Yeah. Just go rounds four, five, six, seven. Let's go. And then depth all all line depth on day three. I mean, offensive linemen would be good. (laughs) Be nice to have some solid. See which one works the best. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my move. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think we need it. We need to address the linebacker position a little bit. I was going to well. say linebacker too. That Depending was on what they do. It's, with, just uh, a ver- it's, it's just a versatile position that plays a lot of special teams. And um, yeah, we have some guys hitting free agency. Um, why can't I think of the guy's name that we brought over from the Rams? Was that on a one year deal? Uh, Reader, Troy Reader. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was also- a one year deal. Yeah. Yeah, so if he's also a free agent, it's like we there's some depth that needs to be addressed there. Yeah, I think you're going to have to re-sign some of these guys. There's, they're going to have to figure out the accounting. You're going to have to bring some of these guys back. Because <laughs> you're not going to have a linebacking core at all if you just let them all walk. Oh, so exactly. There's going to yeah. be a combo. I think there's going to be some restructuring so they can bring back some of the guys they want. Um, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, we want to. Yeah, we need to see some free agency. Something happened. Some restructuring. We're seeing it from other teams. We need to see it from the Chargers. Yeah, um, we haven't seen any cuts, though. That's a sign that you know they're working on stuff. Hopefully, they're they working really, on it. They haven't pulled the trigger too quick. Yeah. All right. Well, Humboldt County fan, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Susan Tamala, certified fresh, Ooh, who asked the question: When are we gonna get Kellen Moore some Chargers gear? All picks still show him in a Cowboys shirts. Just need somebody to go and wipe all those images off the internet. Yeah, it's yes. just a matter of time. Send yeah. a send him a gift card or something. Like I yeah, don't know what. Uh, I, I'm sure by the time that we start seeing, you know, season anything, yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's already got a closet full of the stuff. Bro, he yeah. just hasn't done any like. Well, there's there's a coaching like retreat up in Oregon. Um, that oh, doing, right. Yeah. It's Kellen and Coach Daly that. are going to be there. Yeah. You know, they're going to be rocking some Charger gear. So I'm please. So, somebody mentioned putting the other GoFundMe to send Kyle up there for the coaches uh, to pick Kyle <laughs> Ooh, to go up there and learn. That would be rad, Kyle. Steal, steal all the knowledge from both those guys and give us some sick, real yeah. insight for the year. All right. So, we might, we just might have to do might that. Might have to do that. <laughs> um, Susan, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Melanie. Melanie. Who asked the question? 
Would you rewind time if you can have Rivers and Herbert on active roster together? My mind is blown thinking about this. I love Herbert, and I miss Rivers so much. That, it sounds like fun, but that's also like if if Rivers is there, he's you know Justin sitting Somebody's behind. Somebody's riding the bench. Yeah. yeah, one of the one of your favorite players is not going to be playing, and that's sad. And you got a couple alphas that need to be on the field. That's yeah. It would be it would have been nice for Herbert's rookie season to see Phil on the roster. But like do you want to see Phil get his you. heart punctured, his lung punctured? I don't. I, I want him. Happens. I don't want him to be hurt. No. But I want. And if it did, Justin would have played through it. He would have <laughs> absolutely. He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have bitched about it. He we wouldn't have even heard about it. No, yeah. we wouldn't. Have, not until the offseason. It probably happened with yeah. those doctors. I I'm mean, sure it happened. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, the idea of uh, the idea of Herbert getting any knowledge or any extra sauce from Phil is a, it's a wonderful thought. But yeah. at the same time then you don't get Herbert breaking all the rookie records. You don't get Herbert being r- offensive rookie of the year. You don't get all the records that he's broken up and t- up well, to this point. You don't get the point. Chargers going all in on all these big time free agents because we don't mm-hmm. know what the, the future that of the too. That too. Once he did had that rookie season, you're like, okay, we got the guy. We need to go all in now and make things happen. So you get the new coach, right. go after Khalil Mack. Like, that's right. when things really started to, to click. Yeah. yeah. So, Yeah. I just, I, I want them to hang out, you know? Just want them to chill, be friends. <laughs> be friends, Play yeah. some golf. Even if it's just a golf game, I'm fine with that. I can work with that. Yeah. Just give me, just give them some hangout time. But it's a good thought, Melanie, and we appreciate the question. Thank Thanks, you for Melanie. asking it. Um, let's move it on now to JV, who asked the question. Yeah, being from San Diego myself, I want to know your opinion on the best California burrito spot in San Diego. Me personally? It has to be Lolita's in Chula Vista. Can't say I've had that one, but can't say I have either. We're all North County kids. Yeah. We all grew up in Rancho Bernardo. <laughs> we weren't in Chula Vista much for burritos. It no. was um, it was sombreros and jalapenos. Those were the two. Jalapenos that, is hands down yeah, the, jalapenos best. the best in our community that yeah. we would go to. Jalapenos at Carl Mountain Ranch. Yeah. So good. It's still the best. Yeah. Just talking about it is making my mouth water right this second. Me too. And they just (laughs) don't mess around. Like you go and get a carne asada burrito. (laughs) It's just carne asada and guacamole. And that's it. Yeah. California burrito is carne asada, guacamole, and french fries. And that's it. You don't mess it. And add pico. No, do not add pico to a California goddamn burrito. (laughs) Don't do it. Blasphemy. Um, but if we are in Chula Vista anytime soon, we will definitely. I'm trying to lead us. What's the one by yeah. the airport? I like that one too. We stopped there every time you picked me up from the airport, Kyle. What was that one I called? That was freaking good too. It was yeah. solid. They're all good. The you, thing you, is, I don't know if I've it's had hard a to find one. a bad one. Yeah. Anywhere in San Diego, it's like an embarrassment of riches because all those yeah. are like they're like the you know the top of the top of the country are all there. Even the bad ones are better than everywhere else. Like I'm, I'm coming to terms with my C minus to D plus California burrito here. I call it an A. It's a Missouri A. It's a California yeah. C, C minus D plus. <laughs> that's a, that's a good way to put it there. It's a lot of time to think about this California C D. Yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, thank you for the, uh, for the option there, JV. We appreciate it. Uh, and thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Lexi M, who asked the question. I just have to get this off my chest. I really want us to draft Travis Hodges Tomlinson 
We need to keep the Tomlinson train going. Choo-choo. I'm curious to know you guys' thoughts as well. Okay, question time. If you were living in the zombie apocalypse, what current three players would you want for your zombie killing group? And number two, what do you all do on our sad footballless Sundays? I'll go first. Mm, number one, definitely got to do as a dream team, Drew Tranquil, Joey Boss, and Khalil Mack. You can feel free to pick either of mine. Number two, I've been going to the zoo, SeaWorld, and doing brunch with one of my best friends and boyfriend. <laughs> FTR, FTC, K loves you. Bye. It's a good question. I haven't really thought, like, what are my Sundays? What are they? They're not, they kind of all blend together. I don't. There's, there's so much time for just another day in the week. <laughs> <laughs> so much time. Um, uh. Yeah, I don't think I'd devote... I don't treat my Sundays with like any bit of preciousness now that football is gone. It's just, all right, this is a free day to do whatever the heck I want. Day. <laughs> free day. Bonus day. It's like landing on free parking. It's like, hey, <laughs> look at all this free time I have now that football's in the off season. Yeah. And and Tre- Trevius <laughs> Hodges Tomlinson is uh is Ladanian's nephew. Nice. So I'd, Sign him up. Sign I don't, him up. I don't yeah. know how good he is, but like, I don't know man, how good he is. Like to see that on the Chargers he plays, jersey again. He's a cornerback. He's a cornerback. <laughs> he I looked that up. Yeah, he plays defensive back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he's supposed to. He's supposed to go up pretty high in the draft this year. So. Oh really? Be, wow. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a stud. So I don't. I don't. I mean, it'd be sick. Cool. We we drafted smaller TCU cornerbacks in the past, and maybe we'll do it again. Was that um, Jason Jason Verrett? That didn't work yeah. out yeah. so well. Stud, yeah. but didn't work out well. Yeah. Um, all right, and then the zombie apocalypse. What current? There you go. Specific roster, Kyle. What current three players would you mm-hmm. want for your zombie killing group? I'll, I want Braden Fajoko in mind, just because I feel like if you're killing zombies and you're just a lot of times you're hanging out, it'd be fun to have a character guy. It's a you're you know, in a like downer a fun... energy with zombies around. He might yeah, light. Yeah, the mood. yeah. You mm-hmm. you need the light in the mood type of guy. Yeah. yeah. You guys then you guys each pick one. Who's who are you adding to our team? I would throw Sebastian Joseph Day in that group as well. We Keep spirits up. Yeah. We're here for a good yeah. time, not a long time. You Keep know what spirits I mean? up, yeah. and we're talking big, beefy guys here as well. We're yeah. not yeah, talking they, like hey, hunt kickers. Gonna, or, <laughs> they are going to eat up all the supplies, though. That's the that's the tough part. Too. Hey, yeah, small price to pay. They're also <laughs> slower. For a chuckle in and a time of terror. hopefully you could outrun yeah, them. Yeah, we can I, outrun them. Yeah, probably, probably not. not. Probably the slowest yeah. guy on the team is still faster than all of us combined. For sure. Yeah. Um. I'll probably I'll go. I'll say Austin. Seems like he games a lot. He, you know, good yeah. at headshots, kind of inter- you know something like that. Mm, that's true. Yeah. So, he's got yeah. good accuracy. Good yeah, sharp, coordination. Sharp and and yeah. he's you know he's got the business acumen, so he can deal with all the other people around. Which is so important. Wheel and deal, make us some money, <laughs> get us some good trades. Life. Like you know the experience. Like maybe he can sign some helmets, get some money, and like let's set it up. Sure, I like it. Yeah, I like some, it. Get us some sign bolts. some helmets. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll trade you this signed helmet for some water. <laughs> don't bite me. <laughs> and we're, it'll, yeah, my signature and it's protection against zombies. Um, all right. Well, great question, Lexi. Thank you so much for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bolt Dan, who asked the question. Okay. First, thank you for everything. Hoo-ha. All you guys, all three of you, coming to watch a game next season, and join us at the rally. Die Hot Bowl Club. Ventura. <laughs> Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. 
Wow. Yeah, we're season ticket holders, baby. We're gonna be yeah, there. Yeah, come on, baby. We're come gonna on, baby. be there. Come on, baby. <laughs> come open the baby. We are absolutely going to be going to a game or the my goal is three. Hopefully the home opener. My yeah, game, we, my we goal always is, shoot for the home opener. At, at home opener, at least two other games throughout the year. That's my goal. So that's always have, the goal. Because yes. you and Adam and I have to fly out, fly back. Um, so it's a little it takes more, a lot more planning. It's a bit more, but that's the goal to get us out there. That's right. Who do you think we open with? That's, look at these teams up here at the top. What, who do you think we open with? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. Maybe the Cowboys. Dude, the Cowboys. Uh, I mean, been there, done that. We did that two years ago, didn't we? Open with them. Yeah, yeah but did. now we've got a storyline with Kellen Moore. Yeah, they yeah. probably won't do that again. I mean, it seems like this last season, a lot of the first games had some kind of a storyline to go off. Dolphins, yeah. maybe. Dolphins could be the a possibility. Or I could see Bills being a possibility as well. Yeah. Or Broncos. We've named every it's single team on this list. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're just we're just saying them all. Yeah. There's a lot. There's, it could be one of eight teams. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Could be Kansas City. Who knows? Might have to get. Uh, we might. We may not be going. All going to the Bears game because we might have to offer that up to our brother-in-law Tyler because um, he's a diehard mm. Bears fan. We gotta we'll hook, see. Maybe hook him up. We'll see. We'll probably, see if probably he's, not. It's a good. He can just buy his own. There you go. All right. <laughs> yeah. Take it back. That. Yeah. I've offered to take Ty to a several games, and I've gotten a hard no every time. So ooh. So when his team's actually there, Sorry, you don't yeah. send him the invite. The at offer's all. not even on the table. <laughs> yeah, the offer's off the board now. Yeah, now that you want to go, yeah. Sorry, dude. Sorry, bro. Should have paid your dues and gone to the Browns game. Or... We'll do a giveaway. We'll just hand the tickets to somebody <laughs> random. That one. <laughs> yeah. Spike game. Um. All right. So yes, Bolt Dan, be on the lookout. We absolutely will be going to some games next year for sure. Thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with Swim Shady, who asked the question. Hey, everyone, it's Aaron from Uvald. Just wanted y'all to know we have a new Chargers fan. She was born at 522 in the morning today. Her mother hasn't said anything about her being a Cowboys fan, so I called dibs. Nice. If she breaks the dibs, the baby and I agree she, uh, she'll be banished to the Raiders Nation. Family trust respect, am I right? Anyways, haven't had a question for a while. Had to let the season soak in. So here's my question. Charges down by two. Random, I know. Ten seconds left on the clock. You're at the opponent's ten. It's fourth down. It's the Super Bowl. No timeouts. For some reason, all our quarterbacks and kickers are hurt. <laughs> all our capable players already said no. Coach has no choice but to grab someone from the crowd. Tommy T told Coach to get someone or else we're blasting him off to space with Mark Davis and an enraged ape. Coach is searching the crowd. He spots you three godlike specimens. Oh, no. He tells y'all that one of you has to score a touchdown or kick a field goal to win the game. Who do you choose and what route do you go? Remember, there is no other option. LOL. Good luck. Congratulations, Papa. Yes. Congratulations. congratulations. Yes, congrats, dude. Yeah, for dude, baby Shady. It's awesome. <laughs> amazing. Um, yeah. Don't All yeah, right. don't don't let mom have her. I've 
strong. Like, no. There is some Packer stuff in our house. My boys won't say that shit. They're, when they see, literally my son the other day looked up in his closet and said, Chargers. My my three-year-old was like, Chargers and wore his jersey all day. brainwashed him. The, I, nice. didn't, I didn't prompt it. It is now happening it naturally. Happened. It just <laughs> happened. So keep your head down. Do the work. Um, I, I respect that. Congratulations. <laughs> all right. Super Bowl. <laughs> One play left. All right. One of us is going in. Kyle. I'm who's, not kicking who, any field goals. That's for no. damn sure. Who's Because <laughs> you and I chance. both played fullback, didn't we? In, in Pop Warner. Yeah. Who scored the most touchdowns? I don't I don't know. Did you I, score? I had two. How many did you score? I had two. I scored more than for sure. But it wasn't at the 10. We're talking inches. I'm go. not running in from the in the NFL. I'm not running in for <laughs> the you, 10. No, what are you gonna do? No what are the other options? <laughs> I'm throwing up a ball to, to Mike, a Mike on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in shotgun getting that ball and tossing it as soon as I can. Can you imagine the panic that would set in? <laughs> this is a nightmare. Honestly, it's a nightmare. You're it, no, it's just uh, no. This is a nightmare. No, <laughs> no, it's a nightmare. Definitely not kicking a ball for sure. No, that would be bad. That's way too much pressure. No, that's an easy shank. Just but throw it up really high. Out of the three of us, it would have to be one of you two because it ain't gonna be me. I, I'll, <laughs> I'll go. With, I'll right go with now. Kyle because he's you know he's six years younger than I am. So I'll we'll go with the. <laughs> Um, Less likely to break age, a hip or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Age before beauty for sure. We'll go with Kyle, the younger age for sure. <laughs> okay. I'll get he's got less miles so on him. He's okay? younger, but he's ugly, or is that what you just said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's shocked. It's for oh, sure no. not the first time he said something this like that on here. That's my MO. What are we talking about here? I've just never heard it quite put that way. Because it's never <laughs> used that way. Because that's not how it works. I had to There's no way it. he could give a compliment and say Kyle would be better in this situation. <laughs> yeah. He's younger. You, you gotta, he's got less you gotta miles. turn it around to make <laughs> right. it make it. You make had to sense. think of something. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll say I'd say Kyle's probably in better shape right now. I say he's probably the guy that should try and win us our first Super right, Bowl. Somebody that like won't either a get a pulmonary embolism or two strain some kind of tendon and snap. No, and we all know Coach would call himself in the game. Staley's putting that helmet on and ready to rock. And oh, roll. Coach definitely doing it. Or Kellen yeah. Moore, get in there. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, Swim Shady. We're sitting in Kyle. For- yeah, we're sending in Kyle the coach Duggan. Can you put myself. it up to Mike Williams? We'll have to wait and see. Kyle the player Duggan for one one play. <laughs> I don't, I don't have to wait and see. We'll no, never know. It'll happen. <laughs> we'll wait and see. It could we're willing it into wait. existence at we'll this point. Um, all right, Swim Shady, thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, for asking questions and Ask Bolt Fam. We greatly appreciate it in this off-season lull. But, uh, hey... There could be some news coming up any moment now, any week. We might see something happen, and we're going to be here to talk about it. So uh, until next week, any final thoughts there, gentlemen? No, let's watch some dudes run around in their underwear. Am I right, boys? Yeah, let's get ready for some underwear. Let's get ready for some push-ups and jumps and leaps and twirls and somersaults and... Running fast. whole bunch yeah. of linemen with their little bellies hanging out of their shirts, running down, running their yeah. 40s. It's going to be let's, awesome. Let's hope for some bloopers, but... yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charge Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. Are you sick of all the small talk at the grocery stores? What's with that? Why don't people mind their own freaking business? 
That's why we started the Mind Your Business Grocery. We don't care. We just mind our business. And business is great. So when you come to Mind Your Business Grocery, you won't hear, Oh, big plans this weekend? Oh, what happened? You can't clog the toilet again, Kyle? Oh, someone likes Werther's Originals. Not in our store. We mind our business. So come on down to Mind Your Business Grocery. Or don't. It's none of my business. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.